Women's Power to Heal Mother Earth. This is Maya Tuari. In the podcast today, I would like to continue on the series to support and help and send loving blessings to all targeted individuals tortured by a difficult set of humanity that has forgotten that they are human. I call them the dehumanized population. And more and more, so many of our populations around the world are becoming more and more dehumanized. It is perhaps one of the greatest challenges of our modern time. Even in the past history, and we have had major junctures of incredible intense violence between nations, between religions, between peoples, between tribes, between native people, among the humanity, the human race. So it is nothing new that violence continues. Indeed, we must understand the nature of violence. Today, as we know, there are manifold layers of abuse and onslaught to the targeted individual, the targeted community, the targeted population, be it electronic assault, psychotronic torture, chemicals, gases, a violation of the human body um, with things uh, such horrific things like injections of poisonous or toxic substances being injected into people. Uh, The list goes on, and I have 11 years worth of it to talk about. Um, And by the way, I want to make one point clear. This is going to be a very gentle broadcast, and hopefully not as emotional. But it is so difficult to keep the emotions out of this particular topic, especially when it is from personal experience that is completely present. However, going back to the fact that much of what is dismissed about the targeted individual being a reality, the targeted community being a reality, or the targeted population being an absolute reality in our time is the fact that it is so difficult to collect evidence because of the shrewdness, the alacrity, the well-trained professional militant skills that these criminals actually have and that they're hired for their particular prowess, whatever that may be. Although I've seen some very clumsy work in the last 11 years. But getting back uh, to the point, they hired the best of the contractors, the best plumbers, the best electricians, the best electromagnetic individuals, the best in technology, the best in in, in whatever, many ex-military, many ex-law enforcement, many ex-everything. But there is always proof if we are looking for it. There's always evidence, and I don't want you to believe that your life is 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 being uh, 
disembodied in this way and you would not and no one would know about it. I know about it. Many, many more millions will know about it soon as well, if it is left up to me. Um, but uh, then there are many voices that will enjoin, many voices that are coming out from separate quarters. Just the synchronicity of our time demand that we speak truth, that we stand up for what is right, and it has taken me long enough to get past the barriers of fear and 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 stature and righteousness and uh, traditional values and all the things that usually we must get over we must go past them to get to the heart of this very dour matter there is proof in my case alone in every residence that i have lived in the last 11 years uh, you can find incredible amount of destruction, damage, but also, you know, very specific things like uh, hoses being piped into your home. Yes, and if you're feeling showered at night with gases or chemicals, I don't think you're imagining it. There are small tubes that are being uh, put through, just like a sprinkler system, into your roofs or your walls or wherever. Uh, your bed is located that is meant to disperse whatever there are so many tracks in my home and they can be found you know they have remodeled my entire electrical system and they've been doing that from time to time a switch that normally controls the stove no longer controls the stove things like that but basically what they do is they need electricity they need electrical power to use their power tools at night and day and during the day whenever you're absent from your residence so basically if you can turn off your um, breakers at night the ones you're not using that would be great if you can really figure out which breakers they're connected to that's even better it is difficult for the elderly and the young and the, those who have children and family to turn off the entire breaking si breaker system uh, but it, it if you can do and then turn it back on in the morning so many of the service uh, men and women who come to help are become part and parcel of the problem and you all know what i mean by that so it is it is so difficult to find a trustee in this situation and worse yet, it is even more difficult to listen to those who are well-meaning, who have no concept of what you're going through, who cannot understand your experience, and who have been trained by uh, the media, by the propaganda, by the, by the absolute uh, connoisseurs of propaganda, that you're losing it, you're losing your mind. My very best friend of 30 years actually took me into Bellevue when I was in New York when this first started. And I didn't mind that at all because there's always the possibility that we will end up with the problem even, we, even when we didn't start out with it at the origin and the, and, and the onset of being targeted. And I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm laughing because Yes, sooner or later, they want you to become catatonic. They want you to get into the state of mental disease and, and mental disorder that they claim that you've had way before you even understood what that was about. 
but that is their own demented state, and we must understand. Look, I've called them evil, but nobody is evil. At the very core of human anatomy, we are all made from blessings. We are all made from the incredible structure of consciousness. We're made from love. We're made from the divinity that has put us onto this earth in order to find out that we are made from these invaluable, priceless gems that is part of our sentiency. But there are those of us who have yet to figure it out. And there are those who come from generation after generation after generation of polluted actions. There are those who've been dehumanized through many, many centuries. And we know who they are. And so basically, not everyone in these traditions and ancestry are polluted. There are many that see the light very quickly. So it depends. We can come from Brahminical traditions such as myself, from the greatest spiritual largest ancestor after ancestor, generation after generation in the handed down oral tradition of wisdom and blessings. And yet we all have to pay the price. We all have to earn this personal degree in becoming conscious. And one of the greatest ways to do that is to be honest with yourself. I want us, forgiveness is an easy word. The act of forgiving is extremely difficult, especially when you're dealing with a dehumanized community that appear to have no empathy, no compassion, no sense of humanity, no sense of human suffering, no sense of whatever. It's beyond sociopathic behavior, beyond sadistic, masochistic behavior. It is beyond all the terminologies that the 35,000 in the American psychological psychology membership uh, uh, contribute to, and so much of our psychology around the world and the institutes of psychology love to give these very demeaning terms, marginalized term terminology to whatever new illness they may find. But that community should look within themselves because the very urge to do what they do need to be looked into. And I wouldn't get into that in this podcast. Not too much deeper. What I mean by that is that we are so quick to give a derogatory term to a condition we do not understand. I'm not saying that the medical community has deliberately thrown in their worth with the dehumanized zeros, zero, whatever, one percent of our incredible populations of the world. But I am saying that they choose, so many choose not to see the reality. And many benefit from aiding and abetting and coercing with these people. But getting back to, this was one point that was to be, that was to clarify that no human being is born evil. No human person is an evil seed. But we are conditioned. We are born blessed. We may not be as blessed as we'd like to be when we're born, but the very fact that we took to the human birth, according to the Vedic 
understanding, according to my traditional understanding, the very fact that we took to the human birth means that we are have the greatest potential for illumination, the greatest potential to sentiency, the greatest potential to consciousness, the greatest potential to be humanized. And so, actions can be evil, actions can be demonic, actions can be debauched, actions can be so heinous but as a targeted person, I want you to understand that somewhere, somewhere in the depth of each apparently dehumanized creature that comes into the night to make your life a nightmare, somewhere within them, there is still the potential, the seed of humanity the seed that may yet bloom. And when we talk about forgiveness, we want to understand that so often in our world culture today and in the world culture in the past, those who have taken to these demonic actions are people who have been trapped in their own ancestry, by their own generation after generation after generation of polluted thinking, of polluted education, or lack of it, or of polluted disposition. And it isn't so much about forgiving, but it is about doing everything we can to find a balance in our daily life, however awkward that balance may be, however difficult it may be to get up and look out into the sunshine and praise the sun, however difficult it may be to let the wind whip your face, and in my case, even the climate here in Albuquerque, New Mexico, is controlled by militant actions. It's, 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 it's phenomenal how they can control the rain and they can control the wind and they can tr control so many of the elements as they please. And I know that it is controlled because there's something, a nuance, a resonance that is just not there. It's just dissonant. It's just listening to the wind which has all of a sudden become dissonant and has no relationship to the organic wind or has no relationship to the organic storm, or has no relationship to the organic rain. Imagine that. But let me not get sidetracked again. I did promise that this would be a gentler exposition, and that through the grace of the Divine Mother, of the Divine Mother Earth, of the Divine Mother Sky, of the Divine Mother Moon, and the Divine Mother Sun. We will keep focused on the fact that we have to look inside. We have to find our faith. It doesn't have to do with religion. The faith that you are human, the faith that your humanity, your own largest of consciousness and incredible depth will carry you through, and that whatever karma has created these situations for us, 
to be so maligned and marginalized and tortured and tormented, whatever those karmas may be, may they be forgiven, may they pass on, may they be resolved, and may we become stronger from them. Look, it is much harder to die than to live, I promise you that. I've had so many junctures in my life, near-death experiences from cancer, and now from being traumatized by this extreme torture uh, as a targeted individual. And I can assure you that we have such a compelling will, desire, impetus, Sankalpa, intent that is built within every single tissue of our being and our body to live, to live. The desire, the impetus to live is stronger than any other impetus in the human frame. And so let me assure those of you who think that death would be easier that it is not, it will not be. The afterlife has its own challenges as well. So I want us to take pause and listen to the ancient wisdom of Vedas that all of our people came from, the ancient nativity of knowledge that is now can become wisdom within you through these experiences. I want you to understand that nothing lasts forever, everything passes. And inasmuch as it's taken 4,000 days plus and still goes on in my life, I can say that I'm determined to see the end of it in my life. Not to end my life, but to see the end of, of these crises. And I want you to be able to look that way and to look in that direction and to see that for yourself as well. That we have been given this invaluable prana and no matter who does what with it, however much we've been held hostage, by the impossible and the incredulous. Please just understand you can live and you must live. And however you do it during the daily basis, if you need to sleep longer, and we all do, you have no energy to get out and face the world, and that's fine. The world is a brutal place now for us, and I understand that. Just going outside in the outdoor, everything seemed to be so controlled. But some things they cannot control, and that is Mother Earth. And all that we're going through is just a minuscule speck of what they have been doing to the great Mother Earth. And I want you to know that if we look at our suffering as a sacrifice to make our Mother Earth a better place, then let us do so. And the only way to remember that you will live and you must live and you will get through this is to know that you have to be kind, kind and, and compassionate to yourself. And disregard what others are saying. They're well-meaning. The people in your lives love you and they want to be well-meaning. And some of them are corrupted. And yes, that is human nature. So we get past all of that. Be kind to yourself. It's so difficult for me to even take a bath because I used to love baths. 
and that was such a luxury but i had no idea what a luxury it was until the water began to be contaminated and poisoned in such a way that taking a bath becomes also torture or using the oilation treatments that i would use on my beautiful skin after bath that too has become torturous because the salves of all and the balms of all been contaminated as well and so you just i just take bottled water and and wash myself and and i'm happy with that and it is it is there's so much that we must give up but in a way it's not just giving up and it's it's not feeling badly although i have felt badly about my bots but it's about really basically readapting knowing that we're still fortunate that we have roofs over our heads and that we have the goddess in our heart and that every day through being pierced by the impossible agony of it all that we have a direct access to the goddess mother you must know this you must know this it is not for nothing it is incredible but don't don't inundate the suffering don't put upon it more suffering by anger and angst and ire understand that these are dehumanized populations that cannot control their actions you look at them in human form and expect them to behave like human beings but they are not they're human beings that have been dehumanized to the extent that they cannot feel so please don't use the same equation and your innocence has not been destroyed my body has been so tampered with and yet i know that no one can ever touch my innocence and as gandhi said don't let anyone walk through your mind with their filthy boots i think he said dirty boots but filthy songs better in any event much love to you and we will continue to have this dialogue this monologue these words that hopefully will inspire and i want to leave you with something very special today when i was 18 years old i was diagnosed with ovarian cancer i was a well-known fashion designer at that time just starting out my career but on the crest of a great deal of fame and and renowned in new york city and during those years with cancer i had such support from community and friends my family were not close by at that time so it was usually my colleagues in the fashion industry and my friends and my mentors like stella adler and helena munbo and Sally Kirkland the great uh, Sally from the Life magazine editor uh and also Nancy White who is uh, director of Bergdorf Goodman so many incredible women who became my mentors my guides my friends and such enormous support and it was psychologically psychically what helped to pull me through those years and i know that as targeted individuals we have no such support in fact we have the opposite we have people who 
who dismiss it, who have a great deal of, of, of ire about our conditions and our experiences, who buy into the propaganda that it's deranged and delusional and paranoid. And so not only don't you have the support that naturally comes when you're not well from every human community, but we have the opposite. We have those who put upon us even more. So the victim being victimized over and over. So let's get out of the role of being the victim. Let us understand that people can only understand to the extent of their own experiences. And this is so very important because what is what makes the life of a targeted individual even more brutal and harder and ominous is the fact that not only is there no support system, but the support system that is around you, which would naturally be the people you know, relationships you fostered for so many years, family, friends, colleagues, whatever, have all turned. They have turned in the direction of believing propaganda or they have turned into the new age operatives, which is yet another problem that tells you, look, get out there. You're too lazy. You've got to get up and do something. Look, the astrological signs are over here, so you must get up. This is the time. There's no excuse for you not doing this. Look, whatever they're whatever you feel you're being beaten up by is going to make you stronger. Well, it's all bullshit because basically that will ne that is never the case. I want you to know that you must honor how you feel. But I also want you to extract from these feelings ire and angst and the venom that comes with the hate that is being put upon you. Don't fall into that trap. Understand that these are human people that are perpetrators and criminals, but that they are dehumanized and you cannot equate them with what you expect of humanity in any person. Thank you for listening. And as we close today in my podcast of a personal note from me to you, I want to read you a letter I found that was written on October 29th in 1977 when I was hospitalized in Albert Einstein Hospital in New York. And it was written by just a colleague, not an intimate friend, but a colleague who had heard of my crisis with ovarian cancer. And this is what she has to say to me. Maya, darling, you poor baby. John told us that it was terrible. You simply have to take care and pull through fast for two reasons. The lesser of which is that so many people adore you and treasure your friendship. The important one is that you yourself have so much talent to give and to enjoy. I'm sure this is the worst time in your whole life and comes with it a lousy depression. But I must tell you, when you start to get well, it fades. And when strength comes back, as it will, I'm sure things go back to normal fast. Focus and think ahead to the good days. Remember that change is constant, that now is the worst. In my own family, my husband, it's been a rotten year except for the fact that 
Unexpectedly and suddenly, he got over it. Six months ago, could hardly get out of bed. Now jogs around the reservoir. That is the reservoir in Central Park. Let that be it for you too. I really love you, Maya. Admiration and deep affection. You're one of those rare people and original. From the word go, we all need you. Mimi Burns. Now, why do I read you that letter? It just suddenly came into my hands as I started to talk about the, my first series on Targeted Individual, which only started a few days ago. And it occurred to me, wow, the sentiments and solace we take for granted, and now without any of it, stripped of all of it, in an even more dire condition in my life, I understood how very vital it is for us to be shown love and compassion and unconditional acceptance and embrace for what we are going through. And I am only one person providing that to you, but I'm also providing it to myself. And I know that these words will evoke in so many millions of people around the world the same amount of energetic embrace for you too. Peace be our journey. And thank you for listening.